0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Live Line. Okay, you're going to hear movies, movies, movies all weekend about the Banshee of Inishir and it's somewhere everywhere, but not whatever that other uh, awful Korean movie is called, which apparently is going, according to the British newspaper, is going to win absolutely everything in the Banshee of Inishir and is going to walk away maybe with one Oscar, uh, but not uh, the numbers that we hoped for, which is a pity. But there's another movie that was made completely, totally, absolutely in Ireland that people are talking about at the minute. Now, a lot of people, including Stephen, who contacted us, said it was the greatest load of cobblers he's ever seen. It was made completely, totally, absolutely in County Wicklow, and it's called Cocaine Bear. And this is an example. This is a trailer. Cocaine fell from the sky this morning. There's more of this out there. They dumped it somewhere. A lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. No, 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 don't eat that, don't eat that. Let's see what kind of effect that has on it. The bear. It did cocaine. And that's... That's the bear. That's the, the trailer, one of the trailers. Uh, there's a longer trailer, but there's so many expletives. And it. basically the trope is that uh, somebody jumps out of a plane that's been smuggling cocaine. Uh, he is a haversack uh, or a super value bag or whatever, full of uh, slabs of cocaine. He uh, he dies in the fall and the super value bag bursts out all over the Wicklow Mountains. And a bear comes up, big bear, big bear. Uh, Pablo Escobar comes up and he starts eating, he starts eating the slabs of cocaine and basically he goes absolutely, totally, completely crazy and starts chasing everyone, including the late Ray Liotta. You know, remember Ray Liotta from uh, Goodfellas? It's the last movie that he completed, but apparently the Irish taxpayer, and remember you would have heard the Minister of Catherine Martin on this morning out in LA with the rest of whoever's out in LA uh, for, for the Oscars saying that she's out there to remind filmmakers of the incredible tax breaks you can get um, for making movies in Ireland. And even though Cocaine Bear uh, is um, set, it's not set in Ireland, it's set in America, but made completely in Ireland. Um, And they got uh, tens of millions, apparently, in tax breaks from the Irish taxpayer. And that's how they made it here. But as uh, one of our listeners says, Cocaine Bear is the greatest load of cobblers I've ever seen. I felt like asking the ushers... Is there ushers anymore in cinemas? The ushers and the usherettes, as they used to call them, to get his money back. It's so bad. Um, now, uh, in the trailer there, what you would not have seen, but it, there are uh, animals in the trailer and birds, including butterflies. And Ed Drew is in Kilmacanog. And you'll see the sign if you're ever driving uh, south on the N11. And it's Copswood Avery's. Ed, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. How are you? Good. Have had you any hand actor part in the making of Cocaine Bear? A minute little part. We supplied them with 10 or 12 sheep that were in the back of a, an American pickup jeep down at Jack White for literally an hour or two. So that, I can say that's my only part I had involved in that making of the movie and I haven't seen the movie yet. And were any sheep harmed in the making of the movie? Not in the slightest. No, no. It was a, a lovely summer's day and uh, we walked them from the trailer straight into the back of a, an open back, like a big old 1960s Ford pickup and uh, we had creels around the side of it. All health and safety, and they did one shot. It was a one shot wonder. Normally, you have to do a lot of takes, but a one okay. shot wonder. And we walked away half an hour later, put them back in the trailer, and home we went. And Ed, was Cocaine Bear one? When was it filmed in Wicklow? Uh, I think summer, not summer, not last summer, the summer before. Okay. And was it a big operation? You know, Joe, I can't really comment too much about it because um, I, I'm working on the movies now 20 odd years, but it was literally, we worked on it for one one morning. Okay. So, but uh, yeah, there was a lot of crew that I all know because we all know each other over the years, you know, the film, the special effects. Uh, well, the bear, the, I don't know where people can look at the, the trailer now, it's on YouTube. Um, but the bear looks pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, I've heard a report that it's really good uh, CGI stuff, that it's really okay. amazing. Well, yeah. Okay, so, Spider, I'll come back to you in a sec because I was reading a book the other day. It's called On Animals by Susan Orlean and she has a whole chapter about the way animals have to be treated in the making of movies. And basically, if you arrive, if, you, if someone orders 25,000 cockroaches off you for a movie, 
and you deliver 25,000 cockroaches to the movie, you better be, you better be sure you get 25,000 cockroaches back or else you could end up in court for animal cruelty. Tommy Roddy, have you seen Cocaine Bear, Tommy? I have indeed, Joe, yeah. And c- could you bear it? <laughs> yeah, just about, actually. Yeah, well, yeah, t- yeah. Tell, us, I, tell us a bear. Tell us a bear. I, 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 I'd have to say now, like, I had read a small bit about it. I, I tend not to read reviews because yeah, yeah. most reviews, when you read them, actually, they, they tell you practically the whole film. Yeah, okay. So I generally, I generally will look at, if you like, the, just the first paragraph or the, or, okay. or, or, or the heading and maybe, like, the Irish Independent... Uh, gives reviews and the Sunday Independent yeah, I look at the amount of stars they got and that kind of thing so but I, I kind of heard it being talked up a bit so okay. I, I go to the I go to cinema regularly anyway okay. but I would have to say in all honesty it would have to be one of the worst films I've seen <laughs> in a long time What is it about? Tell us I gave tried to give a description but I haven't seen yeah, it well, I've read so see, much about it by the way I read, I read Empire magazine I read Film magazine and they all have given it a full page and saying this on the one hand they're saying this is so awful that you're going to enjoy it Your man Mark oh, yeah. Mark Kermode who's the, the the UK critic and mostly on the BBC he said make sure you see it because it's it's so mad so mad the premise is so mad that it's actually absolutely enjoyable because it's a it's a comedy thriller he described it as but tell us the story yeah well basically it's supposed to be based on a true story of mm. um cocaine that fell from a plane over some park in america okay. and and the bear um ate it but in reality the bear did come across the cocaine the bear ate it and the bear died um from eating all the cocaine there and then and yeah there and then. And what they did then afterwards was they actually stuffed the bear. So the bear is actually, it was in, oh, okay. it, it was, I was reading in one of the reviews after I saw the film, um, that the bear was actually moved, the stuffed bear, but the bear is on public display someplace in America okay. at the moment. Okay, so, so, te- so tell us, what, where did they take it in this movie that was made in Wicklow? Well, well basically, in the movie, um, it doesn't actually show, the, at the start, it doesn't show the bear um, eating the cocaine. It shows a couple out um, yeah. going through the park and they're taking pictures. And enjoying and, themselves, yeah. And enjoying themselves. Yeah. And, and next thing they see a bear. Okay. And the, the man basically said, um, there's a quote at the start of the film that with a black bear, if you stand your ground, that um, you'll be okay. But if you run, you're in trouble. So your man then says, okay. this, now this is at the very start of the film, so I'm not really giving anything away. No, don't worry, you, don't worry. Your, your, your man said to his partner, his girlfriend or his wife, um, basically just stand there because the bear would, you know, see them and he'd okay. go about his business. But they didn't realise, obviously, the bear was high on cocaine at this, at this stage. Yes, OK. I'm still with so, you, yeah. So anyway, just standing there and next thing it, it shows the bear and he's, he's hitting his head against a tree. Yes. And they, they kind of suspect something might be wrong, all he's right? Out, he's out of his head, yeah. He's out, he's out of his head, yeah. So um, next thing, the, 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 the poor woman, anyway, gets frightened and she starts running. Um, so then the bear goes after her. And, and next thing you see a tussle between the bear and the woman. And uh, then all of a sudden you just see a leg yeah. flying up. You don't see a huge amount of the, of the attack um, okay. The gory aspects will say, but you see a, a, a leg flying up. Okay, in the and basically air. the bear then spends the whole movie chasing different people. Yeah, that'd yeah, be correct. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. correct. Yeah. Some some of the reviews, um, <laughs> cocaine bear. Uh, review a transcendent power of dumbness that's from the Financial Times uh, cocaine from theverge.com cocaine bear review it's fun but it doesn't know when to stop uh, from Wired UK co- cocaine bear is a buzz kill uh, from Vulture cocaine bear is in fact a movie um, uh, buzz.ie everything you need to know about offbeat film featuring Ray Liotta in one of his final ever roles cocaine bear do you recognise Ray Liotta in it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had yeah, he a big part? Yeah. Had he a big part? No, it's towards the end okay. of the movie that he comes in. Okay. Cocaine Bear... But Cocaine Bear's bizarre binge puts the low into Wicklow. That's a good one, isn't it? Puts the low into Wicklow. Co- cocaine Bear... This is from Bloomberg. Cocaine Bear is like being sober at a party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that you the way see, you I, felt? Yeah, well, well you see, I, I had actually... As I said, I, I had heard it being talked up a bit of a good movie... And uh, 
But the thing is, it, it's it's not funny. I mean, there's one or okay. two funny things in it, but it, it's well, it's, it's it sc- not funny. Is, is it scary? Um, well, I, I mean, it's it's kind of gory at times because you do yeah. see, you know, when you, when he attacks other people, you do see limbs flying around the place. Yeah, well, you know, they're not limbs. You know that. It's well, a movie. yeah, yeah. Does the bear? Yeah. Does the bear look real? Oh yeah, yeah. The bear looks very real. Okay, I mean, so whoever I, did the bear, so to speak. Yeah, like. Um, yeah, it's it's very well done. Whatever way it's done, whether it's just computer uh, effects, but yeah, the bear does look good, all right. In fairness, you and know, did you know? It, did, did you know you, the Irish taxpayer, contributed uh, millions to this to, to the making of this movie? No, I, I didn't actually. I, oh, I was unsure yeah. it was That's some well, park in, in did, America. Did you know it was I, filmed in Wicklow? No, I didn't. You, you see, at the end, I was just looking at the credits. Yeah. Um, after the film finished. Because sometimes, you know, they show a few credits and then they'll show another little bit of a film at the very end. So I was just looking at the credits and I saw these references to Ireland. Yeah. And I, I didn't know there was any connection at all to Ireland. Okay, you know. Powers Court Waterfall, the Evoca yeah. Mines. Okay, a lot of it was yeah. filmed there. Claremont, Claremont House at Wicklow County Campus, that's in Ratnu. Uh, Wicklow, according to Wicklow County Council, has, has now is now known. Did you know this? Uh, Tommy, brace yourself. Wicklow is now known as the Hollywood of Europe. Due to its popularity as a filming location with, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Braveheart, Excalibur, P.S. I Love You, Disney's Disenchanted, we know that. Vikings Valhalla, we know that. That's filmed down there. Um, Because apparently now there's, we used to only think there was, um, there was one uh, film uh, operation that was Art Mordor. There's now four or five down down in Wicklow. Ed, Ed, did you did you did you know anything about the bear in this movie? Was there a real bear used? No, there was never any real bear ah. used at all. No, oh, there was never not? going to be. No. Why not? I just the 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 aspect of getting a tame bear. Thank goodness it's all gone by the wayside now. So that's true. All these, okay. These these. these uh, Bears have been rescued and didn't go home. So yeah, so no was it? So was it somebody inside a, a, a bear costume? No, it was a completely CGI. A brilliant job, I believe, of a CGI. So, bear. so the so the animal is never there, so to speak. The bear is no. not there. No, no, they would have taken footage and thousands of photographs to you know for CGI to, to make to you know make the okay. the animal there and then put it all together. But well, no, did there was you, no live bear. Did you did you notice if you had sourced a bear, Ed? Given that what that's what you do, if you had sourced a bear, you would have been subject to the following rules and regulations. When a bear is working on a film, anything that produces smells that might bother the bear, cheap perfume, strong liquor, or jam donuts must be removed from the location. If you're using cats that get al- only cats that get along with dogs can be cast in a cat and dog movie. If an ape is on a movie set for more than three consecutive days, the production must provide a play area or a private park where the ape can play, exercise and relax. And no individual fish can be required to do more than three takes in a day. I don't know what that means. And also, under no circumstances can an animal cast member be squished. This rule applies to all non-human actors, including cockroaches, rats and whatever you have in yourself. If you arrive, as I say, if you show up on set with 25,000 cockroaches, you better leave with 25,000 cockroaches. Did you know it was that strict, Ed? Yeah, no, I agree with that totally. There's a lot of films we've done, the American Humane Association, a lot of Disney programs that we do, like Disenchanted and The Last Dune and stuff. They're brought in, so we have an American Humane person there on standby with us the whole time. There's a lot of Irish productions, which isn't necessary. But yeah, there's a lot of criteria going with animals. Like if 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 you call me to do a a movie in two, three weeks, I would have to do a a recce first to see the logistics of moving animals, which animals we want. And the first thing I'm going to think of, there's three things that the animals have. There's sensitivity for smells, sound and their eyesight. So wow. I would have to do a recce for all that first before I would bring anyone, one of my own animals or they're hired in from somebody else to see if it's all feasible. Well give, um, give, well, give me an example of an animal that we have to worry about what smells are around for the... Well, certain things, say like rats. We did on Penny Dreadful, I had 150 oh, rats out and I'd try to keep with me. Yeah. So they are very, very prone to, to sound. Naturally enough, you always see a rat running along a road, they scurry and they hide. So even tame rats taken out of their own environment, put into a big green screen on the floor to portray them running across the road. Okay. They will always go to the edge of, uh, edge of something to hide. So it's very hard to leave a rat in the open that it won't go to the left or go to the right. And the directors want it going, you know, maybe 15 feet across a set, okay. painting green to, like, to do a yeah. cobble lock effect. 
So it's something like that and just the noises because it's slight if someone sneezes or anything like that. So how do, you, well, how do you train rats to run in a certain direction? So Just it's all down to food and we do a yeah. bit of training and sound calling them. And, and yeah, food is a great, a great prep for any animal. Food and just that they build up confidence and, you know, they recognise you as that you're not going to hurt them or harm them and that's most important. And how many rats do you have? I have, I always maintain 25 to 30 brown rats here for scenes of that for Vikings, Valhalla. Um, yeah, we've done a lot Good of stuff, luck. so they're always here. They mightn't be used for six, seven months. I go in, handle them, play with them, whatever. They're all tame. People get very squeamish, but they're all... Yeah, they're what's it like to handle? What's it like to... I never thought I'd be asking this question. What's it like to handle a rat? A rat are good. But the only problem is they pee and poo every three, four minutes. Oh, do they? Literally. Yeah. That's yeah. what they do. Okay, yeah. say with us, Ed. Lee McGowan, okay. your daughter Roisin worked on Cocaine Bear. Hi, Joe. Yeah, quite that's tell it. us, tell us, tell us. Yeah, that's true. Um, my daughter, Roisin McGowan, she's uh, 24 now. She's uh, a graduate of IADT oh, down in Dunleary. Brilliant college, And yeah. she, she, did, she did her graduate in dress design. Super. And uh, she, one of the, uh, I think it was the second movie she worked on was uh, Cocaine Bear. And she was delighted. Yeah, uh, of course, because yeah. It was it was a great eye opener, great experience for her. She meeting all sorts of new people in that, and also in in the work that she had wanted to do all along, which was film industry. Okay, oh eight one eight seven one five eight one five five one double five one zero. Text Joe at RT. E if you had any hand actor part in Cocaine Bear <laughs> for the time being. But Liam, yeah. um, so how long was she working on it for? I think she had a, about a six to eight week part in brilliant, it. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. And she was also, uh, as far as I know, she was involved in making the uh, prosthetics for oh, the film. Was, oh, that's been mentioned by Roddy. The bear comes along, obviously. He's out of his head on cocaine. Rips, rips limb <laughs> from limb. <laughs> and your daughter made the limbs that flew up in well, the air. I'm not sure if she made them, Joe, but okay. she, I, I saw a photo. But she had, of she, she had a hand in it. She had, Absolutely, yes, she did. Yes, she had a hand in it. And, <laughs> and she uh, went out on a limb to get that job. <laughs> she, oh, my goodness, Joe. It's getting worse. No, Friday. She's actually listening to us here right well, now in, in her apartment. So, hi, Roisin. Hi, Roisin. And has Roisin got much work apart from that? Oh, yes, she's most likely, uh, she's fully employed most of the time, but she does have uh, periods where, she, as the actors say, she's resting, you know. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, is the movie, is she getting jobs in, in Ireland or she travels? Uh, she gets mostly jobs in Ireland. Uh, yeah. She works she, in the Gaiety, uh, to do oh, the panto. Yeah, great. And uh, does the dresses for them. And, and you, may, you may not understand that every... Uh, item of clothing that you see in uh, like the likes of the Gaty Theatre Panto yeah. they have to make three separate ones all identical so one is on the actor okay. one is in the wash and one is getting dried that's okay. how it works so it's a, a huge amount of work goes into it and um, did she meet Ray Liotta or any of the stars all American stars uh, in it I honestly don't know she may have I, I'm not quite sure okay. of that because Ray Liotta yeah. Tragically died. Yeah. During the making of it. Now I don't I think. True, he, he, I, don't, yeah. I don't think was he in Ireland or. Yeah, and uh, she. Um, I don't know if she actually met him or not, but okay, uh, yeah. she was delighted to get the the role. Uh, you know, sorry, not the role. Yeah. The uh, the job there, and she was delighted to. Um, uh, oh, great. See what went on. Okay, um, yeah. and I'll just go to Tommy. Tommy was Ray Liotta good in it. Oh yeah, yeah, he was he was good actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll just say this, uh, Joe. After the film, uh, I came home and I, I was reading the reviews. That's generally what I do. So yeah. I was texting a friend of mine okay. that I go to the films with, and I was telling him how it was made in Ireland, and which I hadn't known. And my friend texted me back, and he said they needed a country with a lot of cocaine in it. And I no, thought no, that was no, actually a lot funnier than what I had seen in the film. No, they needed a country. Apparently Wicklow, <laughs> uh, apparently, I, I, did I read one ad when I was looking at this for the last few days because I'm obsessed with it? Um, apparently one of the selling points of Wicklow is, I oh know this was Catherine Martin, the minister in Hollywood uh, in the last 24 hours saying, come to Ireland because you can step outside, which has obviously happened with Cocaine Bear, you can step outside of the film studios, which would have all the interior shots, into the middle of 300 acres of forested wood or mountains or lakes or whatever, or a city. So that we, we apparently uh, offer 
offer a, uh, offer a lot. Uh, Ed Drew, to go back to Ed, do you, did someone say the butterflies in Disenchanted were supplied by you, Ed? You there, Ed? Yeah. Have you got butterflies in your stomach? Yes. Did you supply, but what other movies or ads or whatever have you supplied animals to? I, so yeah, Disenchanted, we, we had butterflies, we had nearly 40 butterflies. And did you so come I got, them in, yeah, got but, them in from Holland. But did you, did you, did you arrive with 40 and leave with 40? I arrived, yeah, most, most definitely arrived with 40 and left with 40, yes. Two day, two day shooting. But how, Ed? How can you arrive with 40 butterflies, film them, let them out, and they're hardly trained to come back to you? No, they weren't. No, these were in a contained glass glass uh, ah. yeah so we, we bought, I bought the pupae in hatched them here 10 days in advance and then we brought them onto set and they were in, in sorry captured in in a glass a purpose made 6 foot by 6 foot um, cube perspex cube they could fill them through ok you, apparently you also supplied the Sika deer for the Super Value Christmas ad which is very popular yeah, yeah. Dear, dear, dear yeah. Mid, yeah. he's been a star he's been on he was on the Disney he's been on Valhalla he's been on a lot of, right. of productions he's going out on, on the, the new movie coming out now um, with Anthony Hopkins he'll be out on that in two weeks time so yeah he's, he's, a, he's a film star and that's the new movie that's been made in with Anthony Hopkins is about Sigmund Freud am I right that's correct okay. yeah, yeah it being a Friday I thought I'd say that and he's apparently uh, Dearmint great name Dearmint is addicted to perfume yeah he was uh I got him from a lady who had a pet farm down in Ballymore, Eustace, Jackie, and I think he was just obsessed with perfume. So anybody that wears aftershave or perfume, he would just follow them on set all day long, 12 hours a day, and would just lick them and snuggle up to them nonstop. He's just obsessed with perfume and, and was it Was it any particular perfume? Oh, Savage no, or yeah, Number 5 or Joe Malone? Or? Yeah, probably Joe Malone, a higher market BT one, all right. Okay. And are, are, are the film companies strict on the use of animals? They are very strict, but I'm, I'm probably stricter than they are because sometimes, okay. you know, time is always, you know, it's, it's to get everything done and they push and push animals. It's not too bad pushing humans. It doesn't bother me pushing humans, but animals need the rest. They need a certain area to, you know, to, mm-hmm. to get away from stuff. So, and yeah, there's a lot of smells, noises, thank goodness nowadays with the old atmosphere, what they used to put in the atmosphere, smoke, it's all water-based now, so it's not toxic for birds and stuff like that. I would have a lot of birds on set where they wanted, you know, especially in the old period. So what type, by the way, what's... Um What's a Sika deer doing in a, a movie about Sigmund Freud? Do you know? I've actually no idea. No, okay. he's down okay. the okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, now, okay. Ed, what what other uh, what's the most exotic animal you've, you've ever been asked to supply? Probably, yeah. Probably the most exotic was we did um, down in Sneem the lobster, and I had oh, to provide yeah. Colin Farrell, uh, yeah. flamingos and and a camel. Okay, where'd you get your flamingos? The flamingos were brought in from UK. I travelled to the UK and brought in three of them. And they, they were flown in, were they? No, they were driven in. Flamingos <laughs> couldn't fly. <laughs> Can flamingos fly, by the way? No, a lot of the, the, the Avery bred ones are all, all pinioned, which oh, means they? they can't fly. Okay, and the, the ones in the Dublin Zoo, can they fly? I think they no, can. No, they're all, pin, they're all pinions, which means, yeah, it's, it's like, it used to like the old idea of docking a, a Jack Russell tail, a small tail, the little pieces taken okay. from the end of their wing. And then where'd you get a camel? The camel actually came from um, Duffy Circus. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, they're great suppliers and such, yeah, they're really Well, if good anyone, fans. I know they don't have animals in the circus now, but they still have animals that are retired with them. If anyone, if anyone cares for animals, I tell you, it's Duffy Circus. They're like, yeah, unbe- they're, they're like members of the family. Yeah, it's a passion they have for, for all their animals. Yeah. yeah, they've a lot of them gone by the wayside now, but yeah. Uh, well, then the, they, they got, well, not just Duffy's, but all the circuses got a terrible rap from people who didn't know better about. Uh, if they saw a camel and the camels, if you saw as I did, the camels and the horses and the way they were kept, they were part of the family. Um, yeah. jo- Johnny Scott, Johnny. Hello, Joe. How we going? Up Wickley. Go ahead. Every time, every the best the Hollywood- at the weekend. And is it is it the Hollywood of Ireland now? Well, there is a Hollywood already up there in in Wicklow. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. Okay, but yeah. that's not the, only, that's not the Hollywood. That's not the Hollywood half of the Irish government are in this weekend enjoying <laughs> themselves. So, what, what did you see being made in Wicklow? I, would, I met a painter down there at the at the stump of the castle. That's where that was made in a lovely, beautiful wood down there near Caravay. That's where Cocaine Bear was made. Yeah, part of it down there. Yeah, where, what's it called? The stump of the castle. The stump it's of the castle. A beautiful walk in the woods there beside the Avonmore River. Okay. And at one, you can go walk from Rathrum 
to clarify it along by the river and come back another way. And, uh, is that in, you reckon that's that's where Cocaine Bear was made? Well, it was part of it. It wasn't at all. Was I know. It was there making, making some kind of a tunnel where a bear was living in or come out of or something. But remember, Tommy Roddy, who's seen the movie Cocaine Bear, said he didn't know it was set in Ireland until he read about it afterwards. Ah, sure, look, if it was any other county, it'd be all about it. Ah, of course, tweet, yes. You're so modest, you're so modest. And, and have you ever come across... <laughs> Johnny, have you ever come across any other movies made in, in Wicklow? Well, they made Michael uh, Michael Collins yeah, there. Yeah, that's right. Down in... And I remember, now I'm an old man now, but I remember when they made Terrible Beauty part of it in it with Robert Mitchum and Anita Haywood. What was it called? Back in 1959. What? What was it called? Uh, the Terrible Beauty. Was that a silent movie? 1959? No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. No, there was Dublin in it. How would it be silent? <laughs> If there's a Wicklow fella in it. What does, what's, what does Sean O'Casey say in Ploughing the Stars? Who's a fluter says, I met I met many a Wicklow man in me day. Uh, no, that was Juno. It was Juno and the Paycock and it was Jackson. He said, I met, I met many a Wicklow man in me day and I never liked one of them, he said. That was Sean O'Casey. So you saw Michael Collins being made in the Hollywood, the Hollywood of Ireland. Okay. Back to, let me take a quick break. Then we're going to talk to somebody. Stay with us, Johnny, if you wish now. But now we're going to talk to somebody who actually worked on Cocaine Bear after this break. Joe at RT.ie. 51551 is the text number. And as you'll hear just now, 0818 715815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. A movie that got one of the biggest tax breaks, not the biggest subsidy from the Irish taxpayer in the last three years, was called Cocaine Bear. It was made in County Wicklow and is now uh, on general release. And it's getting weird reviews. Um, it's a hilarious horror slapstick movie. It's getting terrible reviews. But almost every... Uh, some good ones, three stars in The Guardian. But about, almost every review finishes by saying, it's so uh, weird. It's about, about a bear who eats blocks of cocaine and is off his head and starts chasing people around the forest, which is Wicklow, even though you think it's America. There's nothing Irish about it in that sense. Okay, where's Roisin McGowan? Roisin, good afternoon. Yeah. How Hello. Are you? You, worked on, you worked on it. What were you doing on it? Yeah, so um, I, at the time I was a costume trainee. Okay. So, um, I mean, I think my dad was saying that I worked on it for six weeks or something, but I, I had a smaller part on it. I didn't work... Okay. On it for that long. It was probably about three weeks, yeah, three, four weeks enough. on that's and that's off. Enough. Okay. But yeah, um, no, it was great. I and mean, where, tell I, us, tell yeah. us, sorry, Roshan, where was it filmed? Because everyone thinks it's made in America, but it's not. Oh, yeah. So they made it look like it was made in America, yeah. but I'm pretty sure all of it was filmed in Ireland. Yeah, you're right. Mostly in Wicklow. Um, I think we went to. Um, yeah, like Wicklow okay. and kind of. Okay. Um, and how did, the, how did you get yeah. the gig on it? Um, so I worked before on Disenchanted oh, for, well and I worked on that in, entire production. Oh, that well was done. great. So that was the summer of 2020. Okay. And just after that, I was keeping in touch with some of the supervisors I had and That's I asked the them to if do they it, had yeah. any jobs going. And so one of them said like, oh yeah, I know, I know someone who's working on Cocaine Bear and can probably get you a few days on it. And, uh, and, yeah, and so when was that? I, was that in the I middle said, of the pandemic? It was just wow. kind of, I think it was just after or at the okay. kind of in between. In between, yeah. yeah. Remember, we, remember we yeah. came out of lockdown and came, okay. Yeah. Did you meet Annie, did you meet Ray Liotta or Annie the Stars? Um, I, I did get to meet Ray, but kind of for a brief uh, okay. period. Um, so I only just said hello to him. But uh, as costume, like I wasn't yeah. exactly assigned to him as his yeah. personal costumer, but um, I did get to stand by and kind of, intake a lot of uh, stuff that was going on around me and I got to watch the scene that he filmed there that day. We were filming in the race course in Leopardstown. Okay. And um, there was a scene where they were in like a burger place similar to McDonald's but it wasn't. And um, yeah, there was a scene in it and I got to watch the whole thing and be there and make sure that his costume stayed the same continuity wise and I was there in case anything happened with the costume so that would be my part in it anyway and did you um, did yeah. you did you know that Ray Liotta he dies in the movie I'm not getting yeah. anything away. he dies no, in the yeah. movie but Elizabeth Banks did you meet her the, well she was an actress she's now a director yeah she and was the one, director so I did get to meet her and okay. I was really excited to meet her because I know I've seen her in past movies as yeah, well what's she like as a director 
She's really nice. She's really yeah. like she just gets everything done. I think she's you know it, it was really nice to see her in charge and also to have a, a female figure yeah, in charge because yeah. I think the other films I worked on they were all male directors. So she was the first female okay. director I worked for. And did you spot and, a, Did you spot a difference? Was she? More I felt direct. Like she was more hands on. Okay. Like she okay, would, yeah. you know, she'd watch behind the camera and give her opinion, but she'd also then get out from behind the camera, walk up to the, the actor, and give them feedback, you know, in real time. And I, mm-hmm. that was kind of interesting to see. And I think that's because she was an actor herself, or still yeah. is, you know. And she, but she, she she's she's becoming highly regarded as a director. But anyway, Ray yeah. Liotta, this, these are not spoiler alerts because if you just read any review, you'll know Ray Liotta is the baddie in the movie, isn't he? He's the drug dealer and he's trying yeah. to get his cocaine back. But, yeah. but tragically, he died when the yeah. movie was being made in real life. And then mm. he died in the movie, which had already been filmed. And apparently yeah. Elizabeth Banks got upset, obviously. Yeah. About about the, the, the coincidence and she, she made his death in the movie less gorier than it was. In other words, the bear didn't mm. bizarre yeah. things that life I and real life, yeah. Yeah. No, okay. I haven't seen the full movie yeah, yet. Yeah. I was uh, I was invited to the premiere. Oh were you? I think everyone who worked on it got to go. But unfortunately I was on holiday. It was only about a week and a half ago that they had the premiere, but I think, yeah, but I just didn't get to go see it. But I've seen the trailer and I've seen kind of, I feel like I've had a bit of behind the scenes. Okay, and the trailer, the trailer, I played it there at the start, the the Mm. audio. But the the trailer, if you want to watch it there on YouTube while you're listening, uh, anybody, um, you'll see, and again, Mark Hermode, the BBC one said it it was worth going to see, he thought it was worth going, cocaine bear was worth going to see for the the, the bear chasing an ambulance. Yeah. Uh, it's obviously an American ambulance. I don't know. Obviously, they source it in mm. Ireland. Uh, and apparently, that is quite hilarious. And it goes on for 15 minutes. The bear is trying to. Trying to um, trying to what are you working on now, Roisin? Any, any other. You did um, Disenchanted. I, well done. Yeah. Um, well, I briefly worked on um, Vikings for a few weeks. Okay. And so in the summer, I'll work on the films. And then in the winter, I'll, I move into theatre and I do theatre work because it gets kind of quiet for yeah, films yeah. during the winter when okay. it's too cold to film. But at the moment, I just got offered a job two days ago and yeah. I accepted it today. So I'm really excited to get started. And is it's, it, it I, yeah, go on. Yeah, it's going to be a, a film made in Ireland, um, I think by the Hall, Hallmark movies or something. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know too much about it yet, but Great. I'm excited to And in many weeks, or many weeks' work will you get out of that, do you um, That'll be about five weeks' work. Okay. So it's, Really quick. That's what the film industry is doing in Ireland yeah. now. Well, it, it, does, yeah, the, the different platforms, the atmosphere, the the appetite for movies. Pardon the mm. bear reference. The appetite for movies is bear like. It's savage, isn't it? The people yeah. just want. They want. Um, they want movies. Every platform needs them. From Bad Sisters, which is wonderful, to I see the dry now. That really funny, yeah. really well written. Um, um, uh, a sitcom on, on RT with uh, Pom Boyd and Kieran Hines. It's absolutely written by Nancy Harris. That's brilliant as well. So there's lots of stuff happening. I mentioned the ambulance. Ollie, Ollie Bourne's come in. Nine, as, quick, as quick as I could say, 999. Nine, nine. Well, you have a connection with the ambulance for yeah, Cocaine sure, yeah. Bear. <laughs> yeah, about a year ago, um, well, a girl came into me here, my premises here, you know. We do upholstery and that. And then um, they were looking for covers to be put on this ambulance seats for this film. Okay. So I just got talking to her and having a laugh with her. And she was, I was asking her who like was in the film. And okay. She said that Ray, Ray Liotta. And I liked ah. him. Like, he was a very yeah. good actor, you know. But um, anyway, we did, uh, they had to make them, we had to make them leather for them so they could wipe them down after these gory scenes. Oh. What yeah. going to happen? So we truly did anyway, so. But did you did, did you work on the ambulance? You'd have to. No, no, no. They just they just brought us the seats off the ambulance in for us okay, to okay. <laughs> the covers on. Yeah. So who so, supplied the American ambulance that drove uh, manically I, through I, the Wicklow mm, Mountains, being chased by this bear? The bear, yeah. No, I don't know who supplied the ambulance. Only who supplied the covers for the seats? That, you that and they're, they're the, me. They're the well-known uh, cover supplier, the auto boutique yeah. in Drimnit in Dublin <laughs> that's, Twelve. That's it, yeah, yeah. I am. Um, I am. Um, I said to her, will I get my name on the credits? 
as, as head of pollster to this despair, you know. So yeah. she said, oh, I'll see what I can do for you, okay. she said. So when I watched it anyway, I scrutinised the credits and lo and behold, oh, did no you, name. Did you see the movie? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it, as I say, it is worth watching for <laughs> just to watch. <laughs> Why? Would you explain that in, in non-Drimna English for me, please? I'd say that you, you'd, you'd laugh at it for... I didn't think it was a work of art, let's say. Okay. <laughs> but um, it was worth watching. You know, I, 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 I watched it, it I, I laughed it, at it, yeah. Was it frightening? Uh, not really, no. Was it funny? It, I thought it was funny, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was it um, exciting? Um, exciting, I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't okay. be, you know, if I was going to, if I had an album of films, I wouldn't be <laughs> flicking and going and, looking for it again. Ollie, um, did, did, did the bear look real? He, he did, yeah. It well, did. That's, I that's a fantastic yeah, achievement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's very good. I did play. It was like it's great to see films made here. Like, and you know, yeah, absolutely. Well, they got a good, they got a good half the money from from the Irish film. Well, well, there's Irish people working on it well and good. And yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. by the way, of course, you knew it was made in Ireland because you you were the oh the, yeah yeah. Let's let's be clear. You were I, the, I you were the, the one. You, yeah, you were the, you were the one and only uh, leather seat uh, in the ambulance <laughs> yeah. supplier, the bespoke supplier, especially uh, for bears. Yeah, especially for bears, so we could wipe the blood off after yeah, after yeah. You, after <laughs> yet half of the prosthetics that Roshi McGowan made uh, when people's limbs limbs were were torn off. But did did you know from watching the movie? I know you knew, but does it say at the end filmed in Ireland with the assistance of the Irish government and the Irish Film Board and the Irish whatever you have in yourself? I'm not. I'm not sure, Joe. I didn't okay. really because you're obs- you're, you're, you're obsessed with looking for your own name. I well, I was looking for the dates to see how much they were on it, and I, I there yeah. was little flashes, but that's all I could see. And is there an, uh, is there an award on Sunday night at the Oscars for best supporting seat? Well, that's what I thought there might be. Okay. You know, okay. you know, best <laughs> poster. <laughs> poor, poor Ray Liotta. Yeah, he died on. He I died know. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Just at the at the end of it, I think he just done his scenes, hadn't he? And he was. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. And he died. He was. He had fil- finished a movie, and um, he was only sixty-seven. And he died suddenly in Santo Domingo, in the Dominican Republic. And the last full movie he made was Cocaine Bear. Bizarrely, okay. Uh, Odie Fitzgerald, where's Odie? Odie. Yes, sir. How are you? Tell us, um, tell us your 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 oh your your base. Where are you based, Odie? South Carolina. I'm, I'm based out in South Carolina. Yes, sir. And where I'm are you from originally? Where are you from originally? Mullingar. Well, that's why you're listening to live, man. Is that the connection that you? Okay. Yeah, sir. Hello, I, I couldn't leave you, Joe. Listen, okay. uh, Joe. Before we get into the bare bones of it, uh, oh, the bare bones, yeah. uh, I want to say uh, a big happy birthday to my mother, uh, Marion Fitzgerald. She's back in uh, in Mullingar. She turns uh, twenty five today. Okay, well done. well done. Yep. Okay, so so <laughs> but yeah, no. So, so the, uh, have you seen that, have you seen the trailer? I've seen the trailer. I've seen okay. all the trailers, and I do want to see it. The bear. The story was actually not too far from here. It's at the uh, the uh, Chattanooga uh, National Forest in Georgia, and that's only about maybe forty five, fifty minutes okay. from my house. And um, we we have bears. I've oh, seen wow. bears, and I've 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 seen bears pretty darn close. Um, I was walking my dogs. I have a German Shepherd and a Border Collie. I was walking them around my mm-hmm. house, and the um, South Carolina Depa- the Department of National Resources, uh, the Rangers, like the Park Rangers in the Phoenix Park, were coming towards me in their pickup truck with all the lights turned on. And he said to me, "Sir, I think you need to go home." I was like, uh, "Why?" Yeah. He said, "There's a mama bear in the neighborhood, and uh, she's got cubs." Oh, wow! So as as I turned to walk and go. Uh, I seen I seen a bear arse now a bear's arse yeah, not okay, a bear yeah, arse yeah, okay. running off into the distance. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I've I've seen them pretty up close. I think they took a little bit of artistic license as well with the the film because it was a black bear that actually ate the cocaine. But in the film, I think it's a, a much bigger bear than that. Now black bears. I don't want to get too close to one of them. And when I go mm. fishing in the forests, I make sure I bring bear spray and bear noises. Okay. Other other stuff. Well, did you know? Did you know that sheep? Well, to speak freely here now, Odie. Mm. Did you know that bears uh, smells that bother a bear were are cheap perfume, strong yep. strong liquor, and jam yep. donuts. Do you do you yep. have are you, have you any of them in your possession? 
Uh, might have jam donuts by times. Uh, okay, old really spice. On, on, on What's cheap? Uh, old spice. Yeah, I don't know. No, old spice cheap. cheap. <laughs> it's good. It's not cheap. Very distinct. Strong it's liquor. If any whiskey or bourbon. Bit of moonshine. They have to be. Are you serious? They have to be removed from the location. <laughs> if a bear is on, do, is on the set. Yeah, they, they, they do. They have to. They've got, they've got great noses. They don't have great eyesight, but they have great noses. And uh, when I was doing my hunting course over here, we had to do a, a bear awareness course, so you know what to look for and wow. what to look out for. And are they protected? How to make noise uh, you can't shoot a bear, I hope. You can. You can shoot a oh, bear. Can't you? Um, you can. You can because uh, you have to do a lottery to get a, a ticket to shoot one. Now, I'd, I'd have no interest in that at all. I'd have yeah, no yeah. interest in shooting a bear. Um, but yeah, you can. You can. You can hunt them over here. Wow. And by the Pretty way, much the only you thing you can't hunt is the eagles. You can't, you can't oh God, shoot God. any of the birds. Yeah, <laughs> and but but Odie, you're in South Carolina. Do you do you get yes, bear sir. warnings? Yeah, we do. Uh, we have the um, our phones have a, a good system on them that if there's a bear in the area, your phone, whether you want the the warning or not, your your phone will go off. Uh, we also have it for uh, bad weather and clement weather. Okay. On Tuesday there, we had uh, a tornado warning. Now, not a tornado sighting, but a tornado warning. Okay. So we uh, we were all told to get in, get inside, get into the basement, or go somewhere that's <laughs> and somewhere old, that you can't old, get blown old, away. Well, Odie, have you ever lived through a tornado out there? Yeah, um, four years like? ago. What's that like? Uh, it's 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 scary as hell. Oh, was it? Yeah. About four years ago, um, a house about four houses down from me, they got uh, they got um, their dock because we live on the lake, and their dock was taken away, and their the roof was mm. damaged, and, and a lot where of did you were taken down. where did you retire to, so to speak, when the tornado was coming through South Carolina? Well, first of all, we were standing out in the yard watching it. Yeah. Because okay. that's kind of the southern thing to do. And then we went into the house, into the, the the bathroom is the inside of the house. So we went in there and it's it's the bathrooms in our houses over here are kind of built with no windows deliberately for that reason. And were you frightened? Uh, n- nervous. Okay. Yeah. But the thing I presume, and, and it's the same with every uh, mammal or, or animal or whatever, or fish, well not fish in that case, I'm thinking, I was looking at two swans this morning at the wooden bridge mm-hmm. in, in Clontarf. But if you ever, um, if if there's, in the swans case, sickness or whatever, if there's ever young around an animal, pups or whatever. Yeah. You, so uh, yeah. You, you the cubs. So that's what we're told. That's the biggest clear. thing that we're told is if, if you see a female with cubs, don't get between them. Oh, give absolutely. Them distance. You're, you're, you're going to be fine. They're not going to attack you for no reason. Just give them give them good distance. I mean, they say you can watch them from a distance and um, just don't don't get too close to them and don't get between them. And you should be fine after that. Okay, okay. Uh, your mother's a mulligan. By the way, I was, uh, where did I read this earlier on? But it is true, talking about animals. Did you know, I don't know what the COVID situation is like in the States at the minute, Odie, but did you know, it emerged last week in those Matt Hancock uh, WhatsApp messages, that the British government during the pandemic, which is only a couple of years ago, during the pandemic, the British government had drawn up a plan to cull, to kill Every single pussy cat, every single cat, domestic cat, feral cat in the United Kingdom and Northern Ireland, because they believed the thesis at that time was that the uh, domestic cat and the feral cat were um, spreading COVID. Now, can you imagine, can you imagine uh, if, if people were told to get rid of their cats? I presume that's, that's crazy. To, to give I don't that, have any cats. I don't. But I, I, I just, don't really I'm like just. Cats, what sparked <laughs> in my head was that description. Decide everyone has to have that little room with no windows. I presume mm-hmm. people who love cats would rather lock themselves in that bathroom you talked about with no windows yeah. than give up their cat for a call. But that's what was. Oh, yeah. That was was being seriously considered in the UK. It's just. That's, that's, that's I know. Crazy. I know. See, that, we don't have. We don't have a problem with feral cats over here because we have coyotes. And they they keep everything in line. They keep everything. Oh, do in they? Check. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Odie, a, ha- a happy a happy birthday to. How well, long are you out in the states? Uh, I've been out here five years. Actually, I uh, got my green card there last week. So oh, congratulations! I'm kind of I'm kind of here to stay. Thank you very much. And does your mother know <laughs> on her birthday? Oh, she does. Yeah, no, she does. Yeah, she does. I think she's at home listening there at the minute. <laughs> okay. And what do you want to say to her? Go on. What do you want to say uh, to happy. What do you want to say to Mama Bear, Odie? 
<laughs> to Mama Bear. I'm doing I'm doing fantastic out here, Mama. Don't be uh, worried about me at all. And happy okay. birthday to you. <laughs> ah, well done. Well done. Well done. Uh, okay, thanks indeed, Odie. That's Odie Fitzgerald in South Carolina. Um, Ro- Roisin, did did you? Yeah. Did you? First of all, do you like animals? I was going to ask you, given the. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I don't but have anything against them anyway. But did you? But did you know there was no bear on the set of the movie you were working on? Yeah, came back. Oh, I knew. I mean, I didn't know until I got there. And then on the first day, I kind of, you know, you asked, and somebody was like, "Oh no, there's no actual bear." Oh, you arrived had... and said, "Where's the bear?" Yeah, well, I was thinking about it, you know. Yeah, okay. But, and, uh, and someone's yeah. Did they I mean, laugh I guess I you? didn't know. But yeah, they did. They had a good laugh. No, there's no bear. And um, we had a lo- a great person. Um, who was dressed in all green and he would ah. make the movements of the bear and ah. he had like these big long fake arms on him that he would walk okay. and it would make him look bigger and he like he oh. studied animals for years and he did other things like the planet of the apes and he's done oh. a lot of films where he's been different animals and he studies how the animals move and then he does that so he acts as oh, animals that's incredible and, uh, and he did, was amazing. And, and that's Roisin? what they do the CGI on. Yeah. Okay. So, do you know where he's from? Is he Irish or she? No, he. Is he or I she? Think he's, he no. Yeah, okay. He's from New. He's from New Zealand. Okay. Um, but now that's, I can't remember that's his, his job name now. To act yeah. the ape or act the bear. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, it was. He was great. Like he stood, He must have studied bears for a long time, and he was able to do all the different movements and incredible, kind yeah. of sometimes noises and everything he got really into it and <laughs> but it was amazing to to watch and see you know it definitely added something to the film that it wouldn't have had if it was just CGI because it gave the actors something to work with something well to even if, even if you I presume you've seen the trailer Roisin um, yeah. but even in the trailer the bear looks absolutely incredible when he's lying on yeah. the ground when he first takes the cocaine the slab of cocaine yeah. and he's lying on the ground and he does that kind of Michael Jackson dance on his back yeah that's, that's pretty <laughs> yeah. pretty well done yeah, I think, you know, it is meant to be funny. It's meant to yeah. be like a black comedy. So I think you're just meant to laugh at it and it's a bit gory and a bit mad. But, okay. yeah, I think it's... Okay, Roisin, best of luck in the new movie. No problem at all. And remember, so remember, now you, we, we knew you when, when you were starting and when you remember oh. your family when, you, when you're walking down the green carpet <laughs> and now calling it in Hollywood. Okay, Roisin, good to meet a mugger, Roisin. Where's uh, no Ma- Mary? Thanks, Roisin. Mary wants... What, what do you want to say about Ray Liotta? Hiya, Joe. Hmm. I just... I wanted to say that I hope that... It's sad that he died on this movie of yeah. all movies because he has such a, a compliment of movies that yeah. people I would prefer they remember him for than this. I mean, mm. one of the best movies he was ever in was um, Goodfellas, as everybody knows. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he was also in Copland with Sylvester Stallone and he was in okay. Field of Dreams. He played oh, yeah. one of the baseball players Shoeless. that came back. So, what was that so, about? I mean, Shoeless a, a Joe Jackson, yeah. Yeah, he was a superb actor. He he really yeah. he he acted out of his skin when he was playing the bad guy. I mean, he just but you could never hate him, even though he was the yeah. bad guy. You could never hate him, and he these absolutely gorgeous blue eyes. Oh my oh. god, oh my god! He'd give Paul Newman now a run for his money. With the now, blue did eyes. he ever? He, I love. I, he he yeah. never he never. I don't think he was ever nominated for an Oscar. Um, no, I never, he never quite. He never yeah. quite hit the high. He was yeah. never on the same level as as some of the actors, but acted brilliantly. But in in Goodfellas, I mean, you just saw oh, the real man come yeah. out. He was superb in that, and I never got to meet him, but I did get to meet Bruce Willis, and oh, that oh, was one on. of my oh, yeah, on, all time greats. He was here. And show me age now. I, I, uh, mm-hmm. he was over here, not doing a movie. He had come over with his band back in the eighties. Okay. And he played a, a gig um, on Stevens Green. There used to be a hotel beside the Stevens Green Centre. Okay. And he had a gig there, and I went along with my sister. Ah. Now it was crazy. Everyone, he was. At, it was at the height of Die Hard and everything else. Okay. And um, 
I got forward to the front as you do and he was singing away and playing harmonica and playing his guitar and then just before the end he came down into the audience and he took our camera and <gasps> we got a lovely selfie with him before selfies with phones were out and he also gave out some of the mouth organs that he was using and I still have that today oh, well done. in light of what he's going yeah, through at yeah, the moment yeah. with the dementia and stuff and I and mean he, he was just a lovely, lovely guy yeah. and, and, and really easy going, not, not kind of yeah, showing off or, or, or distant. Yeah, yeah but, but I mean, really, Otter. I was reading, I, I mentioned this before, Demi Moore, who he was married to, has written That's her right. autobiography or a memoir or whatever. It's very serious. She had an incredible childhood. Her mother, did you know oh this? Oh, my God, Mary? yeah. Her mother, absolutely. when Demi Moore was 15, this is, and I hope there's no children... When Demi Moore was 15, in her own words in the book, her mother pimped her out to men Jesus. for $50 or whatever. But anyway, Brian. so it's a, it's a brilliant, brilliant, but she, she but is Bruce. mad about Bruce Willis. The feeling, the, the attraction oh, listen, was mutual. And, and She's still mad about him. She had three children with him. And she, she is. She, and you keep it's, going. it's sad though to think the way the media are chasing yeah. him. I mean, his own wife had to come out and make That's a statement right. and ask them, please, Please don't shout out to him, you yeah, Kaye, yeah. and all of this. And I said, it's sad to think people have to come out and do that. I mean, imagine yeah. if that was your mother or your sister and yeah. people were shouting. The fear that must be in, in a person who has dementia oh, when they're right. really not in control of their now, own Mary, mind. Given, and, um, given that you love yeah. Ray Liotta and this was Cocaine yes, Bear, yeah. Maiden Week, was his last movie, no. would that not prompt you to go and see yeah. it? You know, you'd have no, to, no, no, no. Not. I'd rather remember oh, okay, him okay. at his peak. I mean, only only a couple of nights ago they played Hannibal, and he was in that. You know, he he was opposite Julianne Moore. It was the one where oh, okay, um, yeah. Jodie Foster didn't come back, and like Anthony Hopkins doesn't treat him very nicely in it. I don't know whether you've seen the Hannibal one, but he he kind of messes about with with Ray yeah. Liotta, and I watched that. It didn't take from his other performances. It wasn't his best moment. Let's just say, okay. hats off to him or and heads who, off to him. But and and he, where, where is Anthony <laughs> Hopkins now? Anthony Hopkins, as we oh, speak, is in Wick. Is in Wickley. He's in Wickley. Oh, I'd love to. He's some actor. He's he film, is oh, incredible, incredible man as well. His life oh, story. Oh my God. His, his wisdom. Just but he he job. is in he is in Wicklow apparently, uh, filming uh, a movie about Sigmund Freud, which should be incredible. I might go out now and try and do a drive around and try and find. And we know that because one of his co-stars. We happen to, I'm just saying this now, Mary, I'm not name dropping like you do. Yeah. Um, he, no one worries, of, I know. One, one, of Anthony, one of Anthony Hopkins' <laughs> co-stars is Dermot the Seeker Deer and we've just been talking half an hour ago oh. to, to Dermot's daddy, so to speak. That's true. There's oh my Ed, God. Ed well, Drew, I wish I could Ed have Drew. been there to scoop up the deer poop. I'd have been happy to go along and do <laughs> okay, that. Okay. Maybe I still have a chance if they okay. need somebody. Well, thanks. But listen, lovely talking Likewise, to you, Joe. And and thanks, thanks for remembering. Yeah, yeah, here, here, here. And, and Bruce Willis, by the way, as well. We wish him well and his uh, incredible family who, uh, say, even Demi, who they're obviously not married anymore, but they're all extraordinarily loyal to him. Joe at RT.ie, 51551 is the text. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And for some reason, we're talking about animals. We were uh, talking about cocaine uh, bear. A number of listeners contacted us. They realised I've been going to see it. That was made in Ireland, it was made in Wicklow, and that the Irish taxpayer pumped an awful lot of money into it. But they thought the movie was a load of cobblers. And then we've had people who are working on the movie. We've had Drew who supplied animals to the movie, not including the bear. The bear is uh, apparently incredible CGI, but there was an actual man from New Zealand, according to Roshi McGowan, who, who uh, worked on the movie. There was a man from New Zealand in a green outfit, uh, elongated in different areas. And he would run around imitating the bears they were filming. And then whatever magic they then worked, but apparently the magic was incredible because the bear looks extraordinarily real in all the, the, uh, the that was done uh, hopefully it was done here given we gave them so much money and then the other thing that came up is that did you know it's a what if did you know that during the COVID pandemic in the UK the government the COBRA whatever they were called the crisis management group were seriously considering and now you know there's mad things that happened in the pandemic does anyone know I'm still racking my brains what was the idea of that nine quid pizza does anyone know what that was about? 
And you could go into a pub for two hours and if you ordered a piece or you had a receipt or whatever, you wouldn't be put in prison. But anyway, some mad things happened. But one of the things they were talking seriously considering in the UK was to cull, to kill, to put down, to put to sleep, to exterminate every single domestic cat in the UK and obviously feral cats or whatever. And I can't imagine how that would have worked. Imagine if you said every dog, people would would disappear with their animals. But what would have happened if the government had decided that that cats were the spreader of COVID? And I'm just interested to find out what would pe- what would people have done? Because Jane, the likes of Jane personally, Jane, you're an animal lover. I am, Joe, very okay. much so. And uh, I've just finished a book read uh, reading Julie Totman, Rescue Me. It's about um. A dog called Mon- Monkey, and is a young Neapolitan mastiff. Okay. And uh, he was given into a dog rescue centre, and okay. uh, Julie uh, took him out of there to go in the film. Uh, he played the part of uh, the the fateful Fang in in Harry Potter. Oh, the fateful Fang. Okay. Yeah, and it's a fantastic. She she trains animals for movies, and you know I okay. I read another of her books as well, and um, I actually cried after reading the both of them. It's the life of the dog, the dogs, and uh, the the amount of work that goes into yeah. training a dog. And she also trained the owl in Harry Potter, and that was more difficult to oh. train than a dog. But I don't agree with cocaine bear. Now I haven't seen the movie, oh, okay. but I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't agree with giving oh, I... cocaine to a bear. No, I've but seen the... bears when okay. I was in Alaska, close up, and they're beautiful animals. Naturally, they're okay. they're they're aggressive. But I would certainly recommend this book, Rescue Me by okay. Julie. Now, Tottenham. just to be clear, in fairness to Elizabeth Banks and all the people who worked on cocaine bear, no bears were harmed in the making of the movie because oh, well, there was no I'm bears. I'm delighted to it. hear that, Joe. And then then. And there was no animals. You heard the man. I don't know if you heard Ed earlier on. He supplied rats for one movie. He supplied he supplied sheep for Cocaine Bear. But the, you deliver your twenty five sheep. You stay with them. They're very strict, and you must leave the set with twenty five sheep. As also, if you deliver twenty five thousand cockroaches to the set, <laughs> you must leave with twenty five thousand cockroaches. I love the insects as well. I I'm, do. I'm okay, a well, real animal lover. Joe, okay, well, and, and then uh, Ed also pointed out he he supplied one hundred and fifty rats for. The Ripper, some TV program that was being made here. Yeah. He supplied 150 rats and he had to leave with 150 rats. Not one rat. Now, Jane, by the way, have you got domestic pets? I have a cat, a male cat called well, Bogart. I called him after Humphrey, Humphrey Bogart, Bogart and I love him to bits. Well, were you reading that piece last week? You know, this I, well, I, um, no, I didn't, but I'm, I'm, I was listening to there on the phone when I was holding on yeah. and I'm, I'm, I was feeling sick. What would you what, what would you have done during the pandemic? If, if the, I would if, have fed the cats myself, even if I had to go out and buy food for them. My God! No, I think if the, hang on. If the government said during the no, there were some mad things we all had to do during the pandemic. Remember, we couldn't leave. There was roadblocks, checkpoints. You were stopped if you went five k outside your away from you know you couldn't you couldn't go outside your county. Remember that. Now, yeah. if if the British government had decided, or if it had been discovered, as they believed at the time, that cats were spreading COVID, and they were working on, this is a British government document, they were working on how to exterminate every single cat in the UK, and obviously you couldn't exterminate them in Northern Ireland without exterminating here in the Republic. What would you have done with Bogart? I would have kept him in. But that's a, no, but that's illegal, Jane. That would have been illegal. Yeah, well, I can't. I don't know, Joe. But they'd I come don't around, believe that, come that, around, that the, the animals, uh, the cats and dogs, could get COVID. No, I no, don't believe I know, that. I know that, but I didn't. I didn't believe, and you didn't believe that there was going to be a pandemic that would suddenly arrive in the world that would have us doing shut down schools, building sites for a year, factories, discos, chip shops for a year, um, that people would be confined to their homes, that old older people couldn't leave their homes, that the pub would open for a week and you'd go down for nine quid pizza and they'd give you a receipt and you'd pretend to have a pizza. It was mad. But I'm saying they were considering uh, 
uh, and if it, they were considering culling cats because they, they believed at one stage. Remember in Denmark they called all the mink. What would you have done if you've been told? Is this is, is too hard a question to ask you? I wouldn't. If, I there's no way would I kill any animal. Okay. I just well, well, would you I'd, have bought, I'd be like well, killing a I'm human not, in my eyes because okay. I'm a, a total animal lover. I wouldn't okay. agree with that. Well, at if all. if you were, but hang on, they would have to enforce this. Would you have boarded yourself in the house with Bogart and refused yes. to open all door? A hundred times, yes. Oh, good luck. No, I would. I wouldn't. Because when I got him as a kitten, I kept him in for a month in yeah. the house and he he had his litter tray and he's very well trained and he actually nearly talks to me if he could. I just yeah, love him course, to bits. I love him. And, you prefer... <laughs> and I called him after Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, no, and you, do, do, I'm giving away my age now, Joe. Don't, don't be... <laughs> and and um, Jane, do you prefer cats to dogs? Well, I travel quite a bit, Joe, so it would be harder for me to have a dog. And my neighbour, Kate, minds my cat. And she's over there, or he rather, he's over there a good bit as well. Okay. But he stays, if you, if you... Keep, if you want to keep your cat, you, you keep him in for a month first and he okay. and uh, then he'll stay with you. He never okay. roams. I have him spoiled rotten anyway. Great, great. But you're adamant if, if in the craziness that surrounded that pandemic, if the, if the government had said, I'm sorry, everyone has to hand up their cat to be gassed or whatever, you would have boarded the front door, the hall door. I would, and I, I would have went, if I had been in England, I would have put up a placard and marched outside the government. Yeah, but you weren't allowed. I would. No, you weren't, though, but Jane, with, remember. With masks on but me. Jane, you weren't, you weren't allowed march either. Remember, it couldn't be the group, there couldn't I be know. more than four people in a house, and I was, uh, yeah, people forget how lunatic it was. Okay, okay, will you say hello to Bogart while we can? Let's hope. I will, well, I'll yeah. say hello, he's outside looking yeah. in at me now. I'll tell him to come in of all the gin joints, all the gin joints and all the work. Thanks to Jane Porcelain, Wexford. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Ah, now hang on a minute. Damien, Damien, Damien. Yeah? You're not serious. About which? Cats. Well, cats are, they're, dogs are controlled. They're not let left loose. Cats, Uh. on the other hand, are people who just let them out and do what they want. I had a cat myself. I did that too. But I've witnessed over the last, I suppose, two to three years, terrible predation of domestic cats on a wildbird population in my significant size of of an urban garden, a suburban garden, I guess. And then recently I also read about a a plan in Australia to do something about the terrible damage that feral cats and domestic cats are doing on their native populations of various mammals and birds, such that they're talking about maybe 15 to 20 species being wiped out by the results of the cats' predation alone. And when you, I don't know whether you heard it before I mentioned, but did you know that during the pandemic in the UK you were planning? No, I wasn't aware of that. That's, that's very extreme, I agree. That would be very, very harsh. But, but I think there's a difference between extermination and control. But the, the the argument was that thesis was in the middle. You know what? You know how people forget what a what a spin dryer we were in during the pandemic. Everything, yeah, all well, the different rules, regulations. But anyway, that's not here, not there. But but they were actually there was a thesis going around that cats were spreading COVID, and yeah, every cat yeah, was going yeah. to have to be. Now that would have brought down. You heard. I don't know what you heard. Yeah, Jane yeah, a goes saying she she would have aborted herself in the house and refused <laughs> even if the emergency response unit. Came, came, yeah, came well, along at a SWAT cat squad. She wouldn't have given up her cat. I'd certainly have kept my cat, cat very, very tightly locked up if, that, if there was any suggestion of them carrying disease like that. Yeah, but they, they, their argument was they were going to have to uh, exterminate every cat. Yeah, get rid that's of tough. Them. That's very tough. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. you, well, you think there should be a call of feral cats or of domestic cats? I, I do think we have to grapple with the issue of the numbers of cats that are allowed to roam freely around the place. Okay. There's too many. They're, 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 and they do control, I mean, I accept, I acknowledge it very much that they do control rodents. And that's a very helpful mm. service, yeah, you might say. True, yeah. But uh, I, I have witnessed ferocious predation on wild birds once my, yeah, my old pet dog died. The cats moved in and they, they've done terrible damage such that two or three species have disappeared. Now, I'm sure they're not wiped out, but I haven't seen them now for a year or more. 
Well, apparently the number of birds in Ireland killed by cats every year is in the is in the tens of millions. It's an unbelievable Absolutely. figure. Um, unbelievable. I mean, I couldn't believe some of the statistics. I mean, I okay. could believe it when I see what one cat was able to do. But when you mm. see, think of all of the thousands, hundreds of thousands, perhaps, of cats that are roaming freely and what they do. They're ferocious hunters. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know they were that predacious, but I take your word. I take your word for it. Oh, yeah. yeah they're, the they're very good. And, and you say, how do they catch flying birds? I've seen them with them. I don't know how they do wow. it, but they get them. They say sweep up, swoop up. They're, they're, they're ambush predators. They're really good. I mean, they're really good yeah, at, yeah, at yeah. catching things. They lie there in ways with the, the tail twitching, but nothing else is stirring. And as soon as something moves, they, they pounce. One report in the United States, wait for this, estimates that domestic cats... Domestic cats, not feral cats. Domestic yeah, cats yeah. kill one point, at least one point three three billion birds, billion yes. birds, yeah. and six point yeah. three billion small mammals. In yes. in um, every pet cat in Australia, which you quoted the, in that country, every pet, every domestic cat in Australia kills seventy five animals every year. Wow. Okay, back after this break. Go to meet a Margaret, Damien. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Oh, some good news. Where's Martina Dixon? Martina. How are you doing, Joe? How are you? The quilt, the car, the sewing machine. <laughs> I'm not joking. You. I'm so overwhelmed by everything this week. I don't know whether I'm coming or going. <laughs> because you contacted, what day was it now? Tuesday, was it? Wednesday, was Wednesday. It? You contacted Wednesday. Your car had been stolen. Vroom, oh, vroom, yeah. vroom, vroom, vroom is the name of your car. Your singer, your, sorry, your, your uh, what's it, Genomi, Genomi, no. Genomi, yeah. sewing machine. And we got a sewing machine from sewingmachinecentre.ie and in, in whatever. Your sewing machine called Susie had been stolen. But above all, the quilt that you've been working on since the 1st of January every single day has been stolen. Now, you've got them back. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually out on the line now because... Ah. Because I had to wash it because seemingly the car was smelling of um, un, un, not nice cigarettes, I suppose. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And come here to me, Martina, have you an armed guard around the line, just in I'm case? I'm you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tagged one. <laughs> and you want, to, you want to thank the new sergeant? I want to thank her, Laura, um, Sergeant Laura Gaffey. Well She's done. absolutely brilliant and bless her. She was only at the coming back. That was the first day back after being out on maternity leave. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so I was our first case. But absolutely fantastic work between herself and the Port Leash Guard. Well done. I'm so impressed with the way they work. And there's an on, there's, as we say, there's an ongoing court case. Yeah. Um, and and it's, all, so it's all under the blanket. It's all sub- yeah, you, you to say at yeah. the minute okay you have yeah. to quilt back did you get the other sewing machine from yeah, Warford I just want to say that it only arrived there at so you have two time. you have two sewing machines I have two sewing machines ah, my one is going to I, I told you I suffered from uh, depression and that now I attend Sackland Clubhouse in Newbridge it's where I go and I do arts and crafts and all that and um I had to be teaching people how oh, to do it. Yeah. So you're giving, you're giving, you're donating that. I'm donating that to them. Yeah, because okay. Jordan, they got no notice. No notice. Apparently, have you, got, have, you got your, have you got your jeans on, Martina? Oh, my old blue jeans. I love it. I play it all day when I'm sewing. <laughs> who's, who's singing this? Is it Alan Dundas? No, David, the, the David Dundas, yeah. David Dundas, I'm brutal with names. When I wake up in the morning light, I pull on my jeans and I feel all right. That's it. We used to sit, dance around Lock Horn Drive and singing that. That's fair. <laughs> 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 Enjoy. It's a good, good news story to finish the week. Well done, oh, Martina. I'm absolutely, and I just want to tell everybody thank you kindly. I really and truly appreciate all the support and all I got. The sound was Liam Mullen, BCO, Shane Gavin, producer Nadine Maloney, the series producers, and Nettie. You're going to rate Darcy's next. 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie 